Hello, this is your host Shane of Radical Rocks. Today we are going to talk about turquoise. We're going to talk about some grading techniques that will lead to finding out how much it could be worth. And um, this is a very detailed subject. This is a two-part series. It will be based on a blog, which I wrote, but it has not been posted yet. I'm trying to find some pictures to go with it. But um, it will be posted at radicalrocksusa.blogspot.com. And at that bottom of that page, you will find links and guides with more information on turquoise and also to our other social media, our videos, and our, um, of course, our podcast and the um, other uh, social media such as Facebook and all that good stuff. So please support that. We are trying to keep rock hounding alive and contributing um, some of the proceeds to that. And uh, hope you can be a part of that just by subscribing and liking and sharing is all it takes. All right. So let's get right into it. Um, again, this is not a completely, you know, inexhaustive look. It's a overview of a very detailed subject, but I'm going to try to break it down in a way that uh, hopefully you can hone your skills in on turquoise grading if you love turquoise as much as I do. So turquoise is an alluring stone. It has had much favor for many thousands of years in cultures around the world. And that's due to its beautiful colors that many have said are spiritual in nature, um, primarily blue and uh, greens. Now, whether it was the Native Americans um, from South America to North America or the Asian content or the Middle East or Europe and abroad, the ancients all the way to the hippie movement when Jimi Hendrix and Jim Morrison were adorned in the gemstone. Um, today, turquoise remains and has always been and will continue to be widely loved and worn. So again, today we're going to discuss some ways to grade and compare today's values. This is a two-part series. Our disclaimer is that grading and assigning a value to turquoise is best done by a turquoise expert or a GIA certified gemologist. But we're going to look at the TQI, which is the Turquoise Quality Index. Uh, this is a decent way, a good way of examining turquoise to a detailed degree. The TQI is an aid in helping discern the value and to compare rarity and the quality of the stone that is examined. Now much of the information on TQI um, I picked up in bits and pieces and um, the grading numbers, it takes time to understand these and to master, but nonetheless it is a valuable exercise in um, getting a value for our stones. So hopefully you will appreciate that and uh, pick up some good tips from that. The hope is that the guide will help you in better understanding grading principles and the variances within turquoise. And for further study, please go to the blog. Um, again, it's radicalrocksusa.blogspot.com, and it's going to be the latest link. Uh, you just follow through the links um, if you or look it up in the search, but it'll be the latest one. And there is other educational books and links on turquoise, including um, books on turquoise. So now let's first talk about color. This is an important part of the grading process, but it can be um, subjective. 
Color can vary from opaque to semi-transparent, from a pale, almost white blue or white to a deep dark blue, also green, dark green, and even a yellowish green. Throughout history, though, the robin's egg blue has been the most desirable overall until modern times. The purest turquoise is a hydrous phosphate compound of aluminum and copper that gives it this medium blue color that is so well known and loved. Even though uh, the purest form of turquoise is not always the most valuable by today's standards, other minerals and compounds cause our turquoise to enjoy other color variations besides blue. When iron and zinc are in the mix, the turquoise is called phausite, and I could be saying that wrong, it's F-A-U-S-I-T-E, and it gives us the variations of green. Some feel green is worth more because it's rare in nature, however that is not always reflected in the market values. Now let's go into the values from grading turquoise color, or at least grading the turquoise color. Some collectors, again, say blue is the most valuable, some say green, and some say white. And sellers often try to influence the market. So you might, if you're buying for yourself, you might want to go to the color you're drawn to and then shop. In America, the, doctor, the darker colors, rather, hold more favor, are in demand more. So for value, it's not just color, though, it's intensity, it's how clear the color is. Some colors in the turquoise are just more vivid than others that might be more earthy or waxy. These vivid colors usually fetch a higher market price. So let's look even further into color and the perceived values to reiterate the rich, vibrant colors are going to be the ones that uh, are of the most value. Okay, And uh, that is what the market will give the most amount of money for or biggest appraisal. The Turquoise Quality Index, or TQI system, to value turquoise based on stone intensity, transition, transition, and matrix is a scale of 1 to 10 on the rarity of the stone's color. Now, it's made up of several different tables, and I recommend you, again, go to the blog and uh, look at this. I have the tables um, there for you. The rarer the stones... Um, the rarer the color, the higher the number on the scale. Now, if it's synthetic, it's only going to rate a 1. It can never get any higher than a 1 on the scale. Stones that are dyed, rate a 2. They're never going to get any higher than a 2. Stones, uh, natural stones, will need higher levels of evaluation, and that's where we're going to be looking at our stone. includes intensity uh, and the um, transition from the colors where how they separate if they go from dark to light so for natural stones the beginning of the valuation looks like this you get a one automatically because it's a natural stone and then you add points for intensity and transition so we discuss this further so the total color scale is 1 to 20 but this particular part about the color itself again synthetic gets a one Artificially dyed gets a 2. If it's cloudy, dull, harsh transitions, it gets 3 to 5. If it has imperfections in color, if the transitions um, are, are not perfect, if the color is limited, but it's natural again, it would get a 6 to 7. 
And again, natural stones with dark colors, smooth transitions, would get 8 to 9. And then vibrant colors and smooth transitions would get a full 10 points. So plus the 10 points, that would be um, 11. Now intensity is another scale. Basically, color intensity is how vibrant and dark the color is. That's as a rule. It's not always. There's exceptions for rare white turquoise and other few color variations. The rule of thumb for grading the stones is to go with a color that has the number that is lower on the grading scale. So if your stone has more than one color, you have to grade it based on the color that receives the slightest amount of uh, points. Pale stones get a 1. Light colors get a 2. Medium colors get a 3. White stones get a 3. Dark colors get a 4. And vibrant colors get a 5. Now there's a third scale here just for color and it is the consistency. Now the consistency is the evaluation of the consistency of color or colors. If the stone is one solid color with no changing to dark or light or from one color to another color, the consistency is very high. And um, on our scale, uh, and it would have a low, if, if it has a low to no transition of color, then that would be um, uh, very good because it's just one color. Now note, this is not about the matrix of the turquoise, it's about the material that is turquoise, okay? Because um, the matrix is not actually turquoise, so we're only grading the turquoise part of our stone. There's another subject on matrix that we will get into in a minute. If our turquoise is blue and green, for example, and the transition is smooth from the blue to the green, where you can hardly tell, it just kind of flows right into the other. But if it's an abrupt change from blue to green, or if there's blotches of dark blue, medium blue, lighter blue, that where it's changing like that, then that's going to be lower scores where these abrupt changes take place. The changes where it just flows from one color into the other smooth like that without these abrupt cons abruptness in the consistency of the color changes will get you, um, uh, if it's beautiful and flowing, you get higher points. If it's abrupt, you get lower. So the rule of thumb here is always use the lowest, lowest score again when multiple color transitions are occurring in your stone. So we'll look at this. Um, obviously harsh transitions. This is where our stone has uh, many, many transitions or, or more than one transition and uh, it is just not flowing from one color to the other. Now clear sharp color and inconsistent transitions um, will get you a two. Minor transitions and imperfections will get you a three and then the smooth color transitions what we talked about the best ones will get you a four. So so far on the scales we've talked about three different scales. The total of those three scales is 20, with 20 being the highest. Okay, So the conclusion for color is on our first color chart we see uh, the chart says 1 through 20, 20 being the highest total points for natural turquoise. When, this, when we score up 
all three charts that we just talked about. Okay, now let's go into the matrix, not the matrix, the movie, but the matrix of the turquoise. The next category in grading is the matrix. The turquoise was formed in cracks and crevices that would form on the host rock or stone, and this could at time occur as other minerals and rocks had formed or been formed, and at times these non-turquoise rocks and minerals will be found mixed with the turquoise as a matrix. A wide range of minerals and rocks are found as matrix within mined turquoise, such as fragments of sandstone, pyrite, quartz, malignum, and others. The matrix can form many shapes and patterns. All matrix is different and may add character to the stone or may be porous, grainy, or cloudy. These imperfections and specifications and specs rather are less desirable. The rarer the pattern and the better the consistency of the matrix, the better. Turquoise stones that are made artificially from turquoise powder or chips will never receive higher than a 1 on the grading scale for matrix, and dyed stones never receive higher than a 2 on the matrix scale. Natural stones, again, as with the color, as 2 for the matrix, will start the scale with a 1 um, for their matrix, and then um, the consistency for their matrix and the color of the matrix is the scale that we're about to talk about. The total score available for this is 1 to 20 again, and there are two scales this time. Synthetic gets a 1, as we said. Dyed gets a 2. No pattern, cloudy, or clarity. Um, this would be a natural stone, 3 to 5. Common pattern, grainy, clarity, would get 6 to 7. Rare patterns and good clarity would get an 8 to 9, and rare patterns with perfect clarity are going to get a full 10 points on this part of the scale. Now we want to look at our matrix pattern. The rarer the pattern of the matrix, the higher the score. The rarity and the consistency are both used for scoring and grading. Some rare patterns include calico, spiderweb, waterweb, and microweb. Calico must have at least three or more matrix colors that can include a combination of light brown, shades of brown and golden, dark, or black matrix can also include, this can also include metallic pyrite. The spider web pattern is generally the most desirable and usually receives the highest market values. The patterns of spider web are water web, micro web, and mega web are rare and are going to um, command the highest um, value and score up to five on the scale below. Black web is also most desirable due to its rarity. Again on this scale, synthetic stones always receive a one. Artificially engineered stones or turquoise dust or chips will not receive higher than a two on the matrix pattern or scale. For natural stones, it must be examined so you will get the score uh, plus one of the consistency scale. So again, slight matrix or synthetic is one, good solid matrix or no pattern or engineered two to three, sparse patterning with matrix four to five, good matrix with little patterning or rare patterning six to seven, and no matrix, pure turquoise with a calico or spider web will get an eight to nine. And then rare over exaggerated patterns will get a 10 being the highest, such as the uh, the, the mega web and the micro webs, right? 
Okay, so the matrix conclusion is on our first matrix chart, we see matrix 1 to 20, with 20 being the highest total points for natural turquoise. So when we add up the two scales from both charts, those would give you the total 20 points that's available for the matrix category. So I've included some guides um, for turquoise and uh, articles on turquoise and all our links. And there will be a part two to this where we examine the rest of the, um, we'll try to cram it all into one article. It's going to be huge though. Where we look at the rest of the factors for determining and grading our turquoise and then even try to assign some values to that so that we have kind of an idea of what the actual dollar amount could be of these um, in our market at this time. So with that, guys, I just want to encourage you, um, join join me on Radical Rocks. Um, we have our podcast, our blog, we have our YouTube channel. You just go to our um, blog at radicalrocksusa.blogspot.com Dot com. All the links are at the bottom for all our social media. Um, there's usually other links for interesting guidebooks and information to help you in your rock hounding and your knowledge that you're gaining. Help keep rock hounding alive, supporting education, and our mission. We appreciate that. Remember, rock hounds don't die, they petrify. This is your host Shane with Radical Rocks. Over. <laughs>